dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. January at iStart is marked by a series of year-in-review webinars held by the professional interest areas of PS. The concept of the webinars is explained in Dr. Sogorp Estvis blog linked below. The non-pharmacological interventions PIA focuses on driving the shift from a solely biomedical understanding of dementia and its effects to a more holistic approach to understanding dementia. This includes an understanding of modifiable risk factors and the psychological, environmental and social determinants of living with dementia and the development of non-pharmacological interventions which allow people affected by dementia to cope and live better. The PIA was established in 2012 and currently has 10 executive members. In the middle of the series, RPA held the year in review focusing on digital tools for dementia caregivers presented by Dr. Elisa Weekly, Assistant Professor of Neurology at UC Davis Medical Center. It was followed by a discussion from our panelists, Dr. Aline Astel, Dr. Sarah tomaszewski farias and Dr. Stefania Gamusa, and I, Maria Tzaneska, moderated the session. We chose the topic of digital tools as it sits in the middle of the issues of increasing prevalence of dementia and informal caregiving, increasing digital skills, and the need for accessible and affordable interventions to help caregivers cope with caregiving and provide better care. Technology has the potential to address several challenges of caregiving, including accessing information on dementia and caregiving, managing their health, and managing their finances and day-to-day -day tasks. Dr. Weekly reviewed the literature on digital tools for caregivers in the broad sense and summarized the evidence in four areas, assistive technology, stress and well-being, sleep and behavior changes. We discussed the results of 10 studies in the field. While exciting, the research world of digital tools is still very exploratory and marked by small pilot studies and a grand variety of interventions used. Nonetheless, it also shows the enormous potential of technology to address various aspects of caregiving. The studies we reviewed ranged from remote assistive monitoring, for example, Levinson et al. or Bayashi et al., virtual befriending with college students, Morgan et al., activity groups, Fanning et al., remote well-being checkups, Ostra et al., and CBT for caregivers, McCree et al., to educational programs on addressing insomnia, Brewster et al., and applications to support managing behavioral symptoms, Mechanic Hamilton et al., or simply to help caregivers navigate their technology tools better, like Benches et al. The studies reflect the reality of living in the post-pandemic world in which people are more used to creating meaningful connections remotely. Besides the variability in their interventions and the outcomes achieved by them, a commonality was that the caregivers found the technologies usable, which can be attributed to the iterative co-development or participatory design utilized by most of the studies. This confirms that co-production is the future in non-pharmacological interventions, as their usability predicts their acceptability. Digital tools can also address health inequalities in dementia related to access to support and providing high-quality care across the trajectory. The studies we reviewed showed that the interventions are acceptable for people who have barriers to access, for example because of rural living, and can support people with dementia to stay in their homes for as long as possible, safely and independently. However, 
In the world of non-pharmacological interventions, variety is a benefit and a drawback, as it's challenging to make uniform conclusions about the drivers of their effectiveness. We also agreed that we need a better understanding of the acceptability of digital tools for ethnic and minority groups and more rigorous research designs. As with all quick developing areas, there is the issue of research being unable to catch up and evaluate all new tools that come out almost daily, which makes this area even more intriguing and exciting. In the latter part of the session, we discussed what's ahead on the horizon for 2024. In the UK, Alzheimer's Society-funded Centers of Excellence, NIDAS, Pridem and Ideal, are coming to an end in 2024. Results and dissemination activity are expected throughout the year. NIDAS contributes to the evidence base of personalizing outcomes for people affected by dementia by using the goal attainment scale, and Pridem explores an innovative model of primary-led post-diagnostic dementia care. The recently published RCT results showed that NIDAS is the first intervention delivered by non-clinical facilitators that helps people with dementia and caregivers achieve personalized goals. While IDEAL is not an interventional study, the project co-developed a framework to explore and evaluate living with dementia across multiple domains, including physical and psychosocial health, social resources, social situation, and managing everyday life. The outputs from the project centered around co-production and co-design. In sleep interventions, we are expecting the results of UCL's Dream Start, a large multi-center RCT of over 370 diets of caregivers and people with dementia, investigating the effect of a multi-component intervention for improving sleep in people with dementia. In the exciting world of neuromodulation, which witnessed an expansion of both invasive and non-invasive methods, Pivotal questions are being raised about the right target and dosage to attain the biggest effectiveness of the intervention, and what are the underlying neurological mechanisms of Alzheimer's disease. The upcoming focus of the field is also bringing some of the interventions, such as transcranial direct current stimulation, or TDCS, or photobiomodulation to the patient's home and pairing them with other interventions such as physical activity to maximize their effects. In line with the growing focus on dementia prevention, we've announced the upcoming developments in lifestyle interventions. After the promising results of the two-year follow-up of the multimodal lifestyle intervention finger in improving or maintaining cognition in elderly adults at risk, the researchers continued the follow-up of participants in the upcoming years and created the Worldwide Fingers Association, aiming to culturally adapt the intervention. Currently, over 17 international trials are run, including the US Pointer Study, so exciting developments are to be expected in this field. Our panelists also discussed upcoming opportunities for development of interventions to support people with dementia at home such as the chain challenge and the longitudinal price on dementia. The area of non-pharmacological interventions is much bigger than a webinar or a blog can cover. Some of our attendees raised questions about interventions in nutrition, occupational and physical therapy, which are extremely important. In the next year, we are also hoping to see more interventions aimed at people with more advanced dementia and end of life, and for the area of digital technologies, we hope to see the developments of tools for people diagnosed with dementia. 
The recording of the webinar is linked below and I've also linked all the studies I've mentioned in the text. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.